Moncrief on News Talk. Now, this coming Sunday is International Tea Day, which should be a, 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 a date of note in this country, as we are per capita the world's second largest consumers of tea. Turkey is number one, if you're wondering. Not surprisingly, the UK comes in third place, and it's taken so seriously there that they've a tea advisory panel. Dr. Tim Bond is a member and joins us now. Afternoon, Tim. Afternoon, Sean. How are we doing? Yeah, what, what does the tea advisory board do then? So the Tea Advisory Panel is a, is a group of independent experts. So we've got periodontists, we've got myself as a tea expert, dietitians, um, medical doctors. So literally when some news comes out, especially academic papers, we basically read those papers and then interpret it in a language that people can understand. And then we communicate that information through sort of press, radio, et cetera, et cetera. Right. OK. And do many studies come out on tea? There used to be a lot more. There's, there's, there, there are, to be fair, um, less of them. They used to be very focused in, in sort of the UK, Europe, the US. There's many more coming out now out of Asia, which is great news. Right. And w- what's left to discover about tea? Well, I mean, there's, there's lots, really. I mean, we, we do know. So a lot of these studies will actually, for example, they do something called an epidemiological study where they follow a bunch of people through time they get them to fill in information about their diet, lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. And then they actually, they follow up maybe 10 years later, maybe 20 years later as well. And they see how their health is doing. And then they do some statistics to work out, could that be related to their diet, their fitness, et cetera, et cetera. So we do have some very good information. And really black tea and green tea have, if you like, an A to Z of, of health benefits. So we know that basically tea is a very potent anti-inflammatory. It's an antioxidant uh, that helps you with anxiety, bone health, um, can reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease by up to 20% of developing it. It helps your cognitive function in, long, in, in older years. It actually is, it helps you for, um, to stave off depression. Uh, you can reduce your chance of developing type 2 diabetes by a third. And this is all from drinking four to five cups of black or green tea a day. What's still to be worked out is the exact mechanisms in many cases. We know it's doing it because the population studies show us that, mm. but we're trying to work out exactly how it does it on a cellular level. Right, okay. But is that, there's a correlation, but not necessarily, no one's discovered a causation yet? Uh, absolutely. So, I mean, we know that basically cardiovascular disease is the biggest killer in the UK and Ireland. So we do actually know that you could, by drinking five cups of black tea a day, which, to be fair, only 15% of our populations do take five cups of tea a day, Mm. you can actually reduce your chances of developing cardiovascular disease uh, by 20%. And part of that is the fact that tea consumption actually helps reduce blood pressure. So effectively, you're protecting the blood vessels. But some recent work has come out showing that black tea can actually impact on, well, we call it autophagy, which is a fancy way of saying how the cells recycle all of their bits and bobs that are are exhausted. So we're starting to get some ideas of the mechanisms. We know on a macro effect, as you say, there's a correlation, and the causation is what we really are digging into now. Yeah. Now, on the health benefits, there's a kind of a widespread perception that green tea, of course, much be better for you than, than black tea, but don't they essentially come from the same plant? 100%. They come from the same plant. Um, they come from the same plant. 
the way what makes green and black different is the way you process them. So you're absolutely right. You're starting with the same building blocks, but in black tea, you're building them up into different structures, whereas the building blocks are still individual in green tea. So broadly, they have very good benefits. A building block effectively is a, is a, is a molecule that we would call a flavanthriol. Flavonoids are a key part of why the WHO actually came up with its uh, five a day and then seven a day uh, fruits and vegetable um, guidelines. So basically, black tea is actually the richest source of flavonoids in the UK and Irish diets. So it's, it's, it's potent stuff. Um, there are some slight nuances as to what green tea is better for and what black tea is better for. But some of those are related to where the study was undertaken. So many more studies in Asia are undertaken on green tea because that's the main type of tea they, they consume. There's some really good studies to say long-term tea consumption in the sort of four to five cups of green tea a day helps you with long-term cognitive function. So lower risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. And in the UK and Ireland and Europe where we drink more black tea, there's a lot more work on black tea and some really interesting insights on gut health. And we know gut health is so important. Mm. And there is, you know, this, this brain-gut axis. So fundamentally the same thing, different flavors, different designs, and they have slightly different health benefits. But the mechanisms probably are fairly similar. That's so interesting. Now, as, uh, as you would know, Tim, uh, Ireland is divided down the middle. It's like a civil war between people who like lion's tea. <laughs> And people are like Barry's tea and Barry's tea is, you know, more centred around the south of the country, around Cork. It's the Cork tea, essentially. When people buy tea bags, whether it's Barry's or Lion's or any sort of tea bag particularly, are they largely the same? Or is the tea all more or less coming from the same place? Yes and no. I mean, Barry's. <laughs> I know I've asked you a wildly controversial question there. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's and Lions are uh, all, most of the black tea we have in Ireland is blended. So it comes from multiple origins, and the sort of teas we like are the stuff that comes from East Africa, Northern India, and Assam. It takes milk well, it's nice and robust. A mouse can trot across the top of your cup once you've brewed it. Mm. Um, but they are blended fundamentally to be different. So, of course, lions and berries are going to taste different because they're designed that way. But I can say the health benefits will be very similar. Yeah. Though, is it the case, berries has been voted among the best teas in the world on a regular basis? Yes, I, I think that is. And, and, and amongst, I haven't actually, I, I don't actually think we can get lions here, actually. But mm. I, I have tasted berries and I've straw polled a lot of my sort of tea tasting friends. And they have very positive reviews on berries. There you go. Cork wins once again. Uh, Tim, thanks a million for talking to us today. That was Dr. Tim Bond uh, from the Tea Advisory Panel uh, in the UK. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.